Good evening. God bless you. Such an honor and a privilege to come and speak to you on tonight. Don't want to hold you for too long. Just wanted to rejoice with you and let you know, praise the Lord, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I am so encouraged today, and I'm falling deeper and deeper and deeper in love with him on a daily basis. You know, it's one thing to fall in love with somebody the first time, but it's something else when you fall in love with that person all over and over again, as if you never knew them. It's like something happens where your love for them, it becomes deeper and deeper and deeper. I'm telling you today, and my love for the God of the universe is becoming deeper and deeper, more intimate and more real. Do you hear me? There are a lot of us who think we know him. We think we have a great relationship with him, but we really don't. We are very religious. We are bound. We are, we are all of these things, and we don't recognize it. But once you get a true revelation of who God is, he said in his word that I have loved you with an everlasting love. I want you to soak on that for a minute and walk in that and be encouraged and know that he loves you with an everlasting love. Of course he does. He's not mad at you. He's not upset with you. He's not going to get you. As I said, he's not sitting in heaven waiting on an opportunity to fuss at you and with you. No, he loves you with an everlasting love. You need to walk in that. Be confident in that. That's what Philippians 1 says, being confident of this thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you shall perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. I know very strongly that the Spirit of God has spoken to me uh, about this coming new year. 2019 will be the year of the preacher. And I'm going to go deeper and deeper and deeper into that revelation. Uh, um, we're going to go deeper and deeper and deeper into that revelation at the watch night service. That's what I'm telling you. And I'll probably do a periscope on December the 1st to encourage the whole body of Christ to meet me in St. Mary's. But I want to let you know that there is a word from the Lord and 2019 is the year of the preacher, but not just the year of the preacher, but it's the year of the creature in the preacher. And I look forward to talking to you about this and really giving you a great understanding of what is getting ready to take place. You know, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. So I am clothly, clothly, I don't know who that's for, but there's someone listening to me right now that you 
uh, have folders before you. Now, I don't know if this will be a folder for business. I don't know if you're trying to put together a plan. I don't know if this is a portfolio, but God is breathing on that folder. Mashe mesh kanono mukanuni kikiankara de kasalu bashtele antala akaso o o o o o o o o and that is the word of the Lord. Shandalaba Shandalaba Ubandalebasi Idari Andarabokusu Uzukumasakamandi Eshkano Umananianda Asa Asa Esumuhosha Halabanda Ashele 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 Bohuya Yes, God is breathing on it. But I do know that 2019 will be a powerful year. And there's some instruction that even God has given me to release to my church on December the 1st or whenever that time is that 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 first today is the 28th December 2nd. I believe that's right. December 2nd will be Sunday. I have a word that I have to release to the church, um, the churches of KCC, both locations, a word to release to them, an instruction that the Spirit of God has given me going into this next year. But I do believe that you're going to finish strong. And I do believe that he that has begun a good work in you is going to perform it under the day of Jesus Christ. The Spirit of God has dealt with me very heavily about you who are listening to me, who seem like things are at hold in your life. And you're talking to God about them, asking him what is going on. And I want you to know that you do not have a problem with God. God has already blessed you in Ephesians chapter 1 with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. There is no delay. Everything you need has already been provided. God is already taking care of it. He's already taking care of your needs. He's already provided you every need. And he did it 2,000 years ago at Calvary's cross. But it's done in the spirit. And anytime God relates to you, how does he relate to you? In the spirit, because you are spirit and God is spirit. And they that worship him must worship him how? In spirit and in truth. So whenever God does anything in your life, it's always going to be done in the spirit. But you don't just live in the spirit, you live in the natural. The Bible says it like this, for though we walk in the flesh, we war not after the flesh. Pastor Clarence McClendon says something so profound. He said, you got to make sure you don't war where you walk. For though we walk in the flesh, we war not after the flesh. You do not war where you walk. We walk in the flesh, but that's not where we war. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not in the flesh, but they are mighty through God through the pulling down of strongholds. And most of you are fighting in the flesh, and you're trying to handle stuff in the flesh by sitting down with your book, trying to negotiate, by sitting down, trying to come up with this and come up with that and come up with this and come up with that. And that's why you're missing it, because you're doing it in the flesh. Your battle is not in the flesh. You don't war in the flesh. You are in the spirit. But it is not by that's not warring. That's just speaking in tongues very violently. All right? It's called sweat equity. That's not warring. 
Warring is when you war with the word of God by casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought into the obedience of Christ. Did you hear me? You have the power to bring into captivity every thought. And the enemy does fight your mind. He does attack your mind and tell you God's not going to do it. That is not going to happen. That you're giving, you're living, you're shouting, you're praying is in vain. But you have to replace those thoughts with the word of God. As I said to you the other day, bless the Lord, my church. You cannot think two thoughts at the same time. One has to go. So you replace that negative thought with a good thought. That's what Joyce Meyer says. That's how you cast down imagination. That's where your worry is. That's where your battle is. It is in the mind, and that's what you're being formed. And you have to learn how to move what's in the spirit so that it can manifest in the natural. And I want to say that some of us are just too worldly. We mind, the Bible says, earthly things. I mean, so many of you, your whole life is consumed with Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. You are too worldly. If you then be risen with Christ, set your affection on things above. Your life is so distracted with everything but what it should be distracted with. I'm telling God, I noticed that I looked at something on Facebook and it was able to bother me. So guess what I did? I got rid of it because I want to keep my heart right, my spirit pure. And most of us are too involved in social media and earthly things. We are too involved with what's going on in other people's lives. And then you begin to compare yourself to other people. And he that compares himself to another, the Bible says, is not wise. And that's how most of us are doing. We compare ourselves to what's going on in other people's lives, and we lack victory because that's who you look at. You are to be what God said you are. You are perfect. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Did you hear me? I said you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I'm declaring to you that next year is going to be the year of transition for a lot of people. I believe that there are those of you who've listened to me for years who really desire to be under the umbrella of this anointing. And next year is the year that you step out in faith. I said, you step out, you step out, you get that job, you step out and watch what God is getting ready to do in your life. God is absolutely getting ready to do the impossible. It's a time of prayer and intercessions and seeking him and drawing closer and closer and closer to him. And I believe that. As you draw closer and closer and closer to him, that the sky is the limit to what he's going to do in your life. You haven't seen anything yet, but I'm telling you that this is an hour that if you want things to change in your life, you cannot sit there on your laser behind, all right, and do nothing. You're going to have to get your happy hips up and fight the good fight of faith. Amen. You're going to have to speak to your mountain, say to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea. You cannot die in your heart, but you got to believe the thing that you say to come to pass. Whoever you say. I mean, it just is what it is. You're going to have to decree and declare 
what God has said about you. You know, do you know you have to look in the mirror on a daily basis and tell yourself, God loves you. Amen. You're saying what God said about you. God loves you. God is crazy about you. God has your name tattooed in his hand. God walks around with my picture and looks at me on a daily basis. I encourage myself. First Samuel chapter 30, David encouraged himself in the Lord, all right? And that's what you're going to have to learn to do. God's not mad at you. God starts Jeremiah 29, 11, towards you are good, not evil, and it's to give you glory to God and expect it in. And I really want you to get that in your spirit because some of you in here, you think too small, you look too small. You don't believe God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above. You think that God is moving for you based on your performance. You said, I said a curse word. I drank. I smoked. I went to the club. I did something I wasn't supposed to do. Of course, those things are wrong. But God did not look at you and say, I'm going to get you. I'm going to beat you. No, no, that's not the God you serve. You serve a God who is madly in love with you. According to Romans chapter 5, verse 8, he commended his love to you while you were yet a sinner. While you were still disobedient and rebellious, Christ never changed. And I'm going to tell you, the key to life is your obedience. Did you hear me? I said the key for the love of God in your life is your obedience. And some of you really struggle in that area. You know, God told Elijah, I've commanded the ravens to stand You understand? And um and you need you need to ask yourself, um am I in the place that God wants me to be? Have you asked yourself that? Because, see, God commanded the ravens to feed him there. But it was in the place of obedience. And some of you, you, you begin to move when things you want it to look. When things don't happen, you begin to get discouraged. You get in your flesh. That's not the life of the believer where we walk away from God when things don't happen the way we want them to happen, when things don't manifest the way we want them to manifest, we begin to get discouraged. That's not the life of the believer. No, we endure hardness as a good soldier. My God, I'm about to get happy. Did you hear me? I said, I'm about to get happy. Uh Uh-oh, if y'all don't stop, I'm going to start shouting. All over this room, I said that mind does not change concerning you, and you must learn to be obedient. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19. If thou be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. I always tell you, Hebrews 4 and 12, that the word of God is quick. It is powerful, and it is sharper than any two-edged sword. What does that mean? The word of God has a double reference. The same word that heals, kills. The same word that delivers, binds. And the truth either draws you 
or it's going to drive you. I'm telling you today that so many of you right now on this phone, 2019 is going to be one of the most phenomenal years of your life. And churches, you know what is getting ready to change. But 2019 is going to be one of the most phenomenal years of your life. You're going to see the hand of God move and manifest himself in in a capacity you've never seen before, but it is connected to your obedience. All right? Now, again, God is not blessing you because of you, because God never responds to you. God is not moved by you. You can't jump enough, and then God moves. You can't shout enough, and then God moves. You can't give enough money, and then God moves. That's not how God operates. No, God cannot be manipulated. He cannot be controlled. You cannot tell him what to do. He is God. He's not stuck. And he moved at Calvary out of the counsel of his own will. He moved 2,000 years ago. When you say, I want to see God move, guess what? God said, I did move. I moved when I went to Calvary. Glory to God. And I died for your sin while you were yet a sinner. That's when I moved. And I provided everything that you needed. Because remember, because you do remember this now, God is eternal. And whatever God does, he does forever. He doesn't add anything to it. Neither does he take anything away. Isn't that right? So if God is eternal, every move he makes is eternal. That means in the beginning, when God said, let there be light, the reason that there is still light is because God spoke it millions of millions of millions of billions, whatever, years ago. And his word is so eternal Glory, that when he said it one time, that light has still lasted. His word is so powerful that when he said that the firmaments divide from the world, all of that he said in creation is still in operation from the word that he spoke millions of years ago. Well, let me tell you something. Millions of years ago, he spoke over you and said, be blessed. Hallelujah. He spoke over you and said, be healed. He spoke over you and said, be delivered. And guess what you are? You are healed, you are delivered, and you are set free. And you don't have to live your life trying to measure up for God to be pleased with you. He is pleased with you. According to Ephesians chapter 1, you have been accepted into the beloved. Glory to God. He is pleased with you. And the only thing that pleases him is faith. And what is that faith in? What Christ did, Hebrews eleven six. For he that cometh to God must first believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. But without faith, it is impossible. Faith in what he did 2,000 years ago. You can never please him. According to Hebrews chapter 10, I don't want to get up ahead of myself. You know, I got another podcast coming out. But according to Hebrews chapter 10, you are as saved as you're going to be. Your spirit, man, is as sanctified as it's ever going to be. But the key to proving your love to him, how do I prove my love to him? Through obedience. Because faith without works is dead. Does that make sense? 
Yes. That's why First Corinthians, the 13th chapter, which is the love chapter, it calls it charity. Because charity is love expressed. It is love in action. You know, when you think of charity, you think of the blue cross, sorry, you think of the red cross, you think of the Salvation Army, you think of all of these orphanages and money that is taken up for people to show love. Because charity is love express glory it's love in action and god is saying to you if you trust me and you believe me and you know that i'm able to do what i said then walk in my word and obey me and obey me and love me more than anything matthew 6 seek ye first the kingdom of god according to matthew chapter 6 he said no man can serve two masters you must love one and hate the other God doesn't want you concerned about your clothes. He doesn't want you concerned about food. He doesn't want you concerned about what you're going to drink. In Matthew 6, he said, Is not the life more than raiment, more than food? But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You don't have to worry about things. Your heavenly Father knows that you have need of these things but if you take care of his business and this is what i'm trying to teach people all over the world all of those who are around me whom god is blessed and even some of them who do not have as much as others what i'm trying to teach them the second corinthians the eighth chapter that god is able to make all grace abound towards you that you have an all sufficiency may be able to give. God wants to put you in a position that whatever is asked for at any given time for ministry, you're in a position to do it. You know, the Lord told me, he said, son, next year, I'm going to raise up 10 millionaires around you. I said, for real? He said, yes. He said, I'm going to raise up 10 millionaires, 2019. He said, I'm going to raise up 10 multi-millionaires around you. I said, that's powerful, Lord. He said, yes. He said, but I'm testing them now. I'm seeing what they do at $100. I'm seeing what you do at $1,000. I'm seeing what you do at a million dollars. All right? He's testing not for God to move, but if you give as much as you receive, it'll always be enough left over for you to receive on yourself. All right. If you keep if you give out your right hand and receive the left hand and you keep on giving out your right hand and keep on receiving your left hand, sooner or later some money's gonna fall on the ground. And guess what? You can live off of the overflow. Well I come to tell somebody, I am walking in the overflow. And you will see the overflow manifest in your life if you take God at his word and just trust him and believe it. There are going to be 10 millionaires that are going to be around me next year. Are you one of them? Why won't you be one of them? Matter of fact, why won't you go ahead and declare over your life right now, I am a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. Come on, let's make our declaration that we make on a daily basis. Come on, say this with me. Say, I'm a giver. And I'm glad about it. I'm a tither, and I'm glad about it. I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. Because I am a giver, I expect increase all the days of my life. Holy Ghost, right now, grant unto me rebates, refunds, money in the mail, unexpected checks, increase 
in every area. Stocks, dividends, bonds, exchanges, real estate, contracts, lawsuits, settlements, for my good, bonuses, promotions, assets, royalties, prosperity, and posterity all the days of my life. My name is in somebody's wheel. God is talking to somebody about me and giving me uncommon favor with uncommon people in uncommon places. I'll never be broke another day in my life. I am a multi, multi, multi millionaire. Money. Come on. Come to me now. Oh, to God. That's a declaration that we make every Sunday and sometimes every Tuesday and Thursday at KCC. We believe that. We're not worried about things. We're focusing on him. But because I want him to know that I love him, like I say I do, I'm putting my faith out there and I'm trusting him and taking him at his word. I told God I don't want to spend no time with nobody more than I spend with him. I don't want to give to nothing more than I give to him. So you ask yourself in your business, how much money do you give your business? How much money do you give God? How much money do you give your children? How much money do you give God? How much money do you give to clothes, to family, to friends? How much money do you give to God? If you don't give God more where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. I'm falling in love with him. Your miracle in 2019 is going to be at the place of obedience. You can dance, shout, scream, holler, fall out a million times. But your miracle will be in the place of your obedience. God is teaching us, showing us, you know, just the other day, the Lord told me to give up something else. I didn't want to do it. But guess what? I did it. You know why? Because nothing means more to me than him, obeying him, doing whatever he tells me to do. I can be ridiculed and talked about. It doesn't matter to me. If I've obeyed God, that's all that matters to me. You pray for Pastor Karn that I would stay closer and closer and closer to him and be everything he's called me to be in this last and evil day. Right before I hang up, I want to talk to about 80 people. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to. But there are 80 people on this call. I'm challenging you to sow a seed today of $50. Just a seed of obedience. Private what for? For nothing. Just a seed of obedience. There are five of you. I want you to give a seed of $500. For what profit? For nothing. Just because you have it. And whatever he asks for, he can have. I'm going to sow a seed of $550 in faith, trusting him to do the impossible. I want you to do me a favor. I don't want there to be a delay in this seed. I want you to sow this seed in the next 30 minutes. I'm actually going to begin to pray for you right now. As those names come in, I want to ask my staff to send me those names in an email to send it to me. And I want to intercede and pray. And I believe God wants to do something special for you. I believe he will do something special for you. And I believe your seed 
You show God in faith. I trust you. I believe it's going to produce something for you by Friday. The Lord also told me to tell somebody in here, stop giving to people who beg. The righteous don't beg. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg for bread. That's a word for somebody in here. Stop giving to people who are always begging. This is your season of miracles. There are 80 people on this call right now who are listening to me under the sound of my voice. Lord, all I have is this $50. Really? That's all you have? Good. God said, if I'm your source, give it to me. And I can do more with 50 than you can do with a million. Give me your two fish and your five loaves. And I'll multiply and feed a million. Bishop Brian Keith Williams says, God's multiplication is different from ours. God's multiplication is not big in numbers, but God's multiplication is subtraction. Come here, Gideon. You got 32,000 men? Too many for me. I just want 300. And I'll do more with 300 than you can do with 32,000. Come here, little boy. We got 5,000 men, women, and children need to be fed. There's only 5,000 men, by the way, that doesn't include the women and the children. God, we don't have it. Well, we do got a little boy that brought his lunch, two fish, five loaves of bread. That's all I need. When I get done, there'll be an overflow. I love you today. I'm praying for you. I'm challenging everyone who hears this. Whether you hear it now or hear it later, every person, sow a seed right now, $50 in faith, a seed of obedience, not a seed of reward, not a seed of breakthrough, but a seed of obedience. And there are five of you right now, right, right now, who are going to sow a seed of $500 because you trust the anointing, the mantle, the grace, the gift. That is upon my life. And I'm believing God to cause a release by Friday. Give me your names. I'll be interceding and praying for you. I love you so much. And I pray that God teaches me to love you even more. To continue to anoint me afresh so that I can be a blessing to you. And a blessing to his people for the rest of my life. By the way, I have a big project that's coming out. I'm not talking about my singing project. I got a big idea that's coming out and it's gonna be out, watch night service. I'll be introducing it. So I'm excited about that also. I love you, praying for you. BrianCarn.com, BrianCarn.org, believe it's the website. P.O. Box 11507, Jacksonville, Florida, 32239. That's P.O. Box 11507, Jacksonville, Florida, 32239. That's P.O. Box 11507, Jacksonville, Florida, 32239. BrianCarn.com, BrianCarn.org. So now, and watch with God. It's going to manifest in your life. So for your children, I just heard that in the spirit. 
So for your children, there's a woman listening to me. Your son right now needs a miracle. Your son right now needs a miracle with a court case. There's a situation going on with the law. You need a miracle, whoever you are. So you see, some of you need to get $50 per child. Some of you need to get $50 separately, husband and wives, whoever you are. So let's see, watch what God does in your life. I love you so much. Just a seed of obedience. Amen. Be encouraged. And again, he which hath begun a good work in you shall perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. So that seed in faith, give me your names so that I can spend the next couple of hours praying and interceding for you. Love you much. Bye-bye.